in those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. The word of God for the people of God. Lord, we are so grateful for this story. It changes everything. And forgive us when it doesn't. In the name of the Christ child, the beloved child, we pray. Amen. The missionary was at home on furlough, and he wrote a letter to friends. This is what he said in that letter. Dear friends, Christmas music came early this year. My family found a radio station that started playing 24 hours a day 
Christmas music on November 1st. And yet, with hours and hours of listening, I can't remember any mention of what Christmas really is about. I have heard songs like it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas and the ever-annoying Santa baby, but nothing with an overtly religious message. Would it shock you to learn that I hear more Christian Christmas songs back in Japan than I do when I'm back home? Despite that Japan is overwhelmingly non-Christian, Christmas is hugely popular. But the Christmas they are celebrating is mostly about couples exchanging Christmas cakes and about families eating Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yes, in one of the greatest marketing successes of all time, a KFC manager named Takeshi Okawara in the 1970s came up with the slogan, Kentucky for Christmas. And it is now estimated that well over three and a half million Japanese families purchased the KFC Christmas dinner chicken bucket every year. Unbelievable. I am shocked and outraged. I cannot believe that someone would try to commercialize Christmas like that. Okay, reality check. Everyone commercializes Christmas. Christmas music in stores. Well, the first Christmas carol I heard was in October this year because Christmas sells. Car dealerships with great end-of-year Christmas sales because Christmas sells. I went to a restaurant a few weeks ago. This was weeks ago, and all the servers were dressed as reindeer and elves. Some of them were not happy reindeer or elves. Charities overwhelm the airwaves to take advantage of Christmas generosity. Everyone seems to make Christmas about everything but Christ. It even happens in the church. This is from an article out of London, England. Gone are the days of shepherds in tea towels and tinsel-clad angels. I laughed when I read that. I remember being dressed in both those things. 
Britain's competitive parents are forking out on luxury shawls and velour dressing gowns to make their child the star of the annual nativity play. The rise in so-called manger chic has seen parents spend up to 150 pounds, $300 or so, on Arctic fur throws for children cast as sheep. And ivory bridesmaids dresses for angels, according to department store manager at Debenhams. The amount of money that some parents want to spend on their child's nativity play would enable baby Jesus to leave the stable and check into a five-star hotel, said spokesperson Ed Watson. End of story. Everyone commercializes Christmas. You know who doesn't commercialize Christmas? Christians. Christians. We should be taking advantage of Christmas to talk about Christmas. We should be taking advantage of Christmas to talk about Jesus, to tell others about Jesus. Do we tell the story? Do we let people know that this is God being born? Do we make sure people understand why God had to come? What difference it makes? Why it matters? Everyone takes advantage of Christmas, it seems, except the Christians. You know, it pops out at me every year. Have you ever noticed how important the word hell is to this story? It's inescapable. The word is key to the story. The angels told the shepherds. The shepherds told others what they had been told. You see, it's not enough to see Jesus or spend time with Jesus. Something more is required. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. Because they knew something more is required. Amen.